Dave and Neil. Dave and Neil. The music podcast. With Dave and Neil. Dave and Neil. Dave and Neil. The music podcast. With Dave and Neil. Music. Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. Hi, guys. Uh, this is Dave here. We're here uh, on the music podcast with Dave and Neil. Sans Neil, but instead of Neil, we have three incredibly talented, uh, incredibly uh, beautiful um, people in the <laughs> studio here today. Uh, we got Cecil from the uh, Sydney-based band Body Type here, uh, Beck from Racket, uh, also Sydney-based. So we got two Sydney-based bands. Uh, and then we got a Brisbane-based uh, single duo act. Single duo act doesn't make any sense at A single act. <laughs> what is wrong with my mouth today? Uh, mate, Danny from the Kite Street Tangle. The Kite Street Tangle. Yes. Yeah. How's it going? Good, good. Welcome, guys. Thank, Thank you so much you. For, for coming on the show, for doing that amazing introduction. Um, you guys came up with that just then. Yeah, any, just use it anytime. I, we you will. Could, you could yeah. barely tell. You'd, you'd think that we'd worked on it for months. Months. Yeah. I, it felt to me like you did. It was cohesive. I, I almost like I was like, did Neil maybe chat to you guys beforehand about doing an intro? He and just up. came in with a little little surprise. A little little Classic Neil. Classic <laughs> Neil. Classic Neil. Who none of you guys ever met. He's a great no, guy. Um, an elusive fellow. He's all right. <laughs> he's all right. He's all right. Um, so look, let's. I think we got to dive straight into the reason that you're all here today: friendship. Right. Um, I, I feel like I feel like today has been a great bonding exercise so far. Um, uh, have you guys all met each other before? Like, have you guys? Is this the first time that we've all been thrown into? We've a been friends together? like minutes. Yeah, yeah. It's, that's a long time. Yeah. No, well, Beck and I've uh, known each other for a couple of months mm. around the town. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Which has been real nice. But have yeah. you guys been playing much together, or? Um, yeah, we've been yes. on a few lineups together, which has been really, which has been really awesome. Yeah, and then of course again tonight, which is a real treat. So exactly. Yeah. So we've got had a, had, a, had a few airport um, hangouts in, as well. Oh, very <laughs> nice. Real nice. <laughs> very nice. Loading gear in at the same time. Because you guys are doing Electric Lady, which yep. is the the all lady mega act uh, that's happening. Uh, uh, the 30th of June at the Metro Theatre, so tonight, uh, and also uh, in Melbourne, 1st of July, down at the, the Corner Hotel. So Alex Lay, um, Ali Barter, Beck Sandridge. Don't know if I said that right. Beck Sandridge? Yeah. I said that right? Yeah. yeah. I doubted myself midway through the sentence. Um, Greta Ray, Jack River, and of course, Body Type and Racket. Uh, sick lineup. Yeah, it's gnarly. Uh, very exciting. Have you guys played with, with uh, these headlining uh, ladies before? Uh, oh yeah, yeah, I've played with Body Type and Beck Sandridge. Sick. Yeah, I think Secret Garden. I think had Beck and Alex on it. Mm, cool. Uh, like could we and we both played Secret Garden, so that was that was awesome. But apart from that, um, no, we've never never met the the gals before. Oh, I've met Beck once, but yeah. Cool. Um, yeah, but seen I've seen them all before, so it'll be really nice. And it, be in one place. It, this is an exciting sort of gig. I mean, this is like it feels like a mini festival. Is happening live in Sydney right now, and then yeah. in Melbourne tomorrow. Yeah. No Brisbane. No Brisbane. No Brisbane. Sorry, sorry, Danny. Next sorry year. about that. Right, bit up. Uh, will we, can we get the shop to uh, Brisbane? Can we make that happen right yeah. now? We've already had you guys collaborate on an introduction together. Maybe well, we hope this is the show. first of many. I guess. Mm. Yeah. If, if you guys want to sponsor it, then yeah. totally. Yeah. Let me let Wherever me talk. To my people, let's get the suits on the line. <laughs> let's let's make it I happen. I can bring some backline, a couple of keyboard sounds, maybe. That'd be great. Yeah, <laughs> I'm into it. Are you just gonna do, like? Are you offering now just to, like to roadie the whole? Yeah, absolutely. Whole act? Yeah. Man, that's big because you're a busy man, um, <laughs> and that's that's really selfless of you. Congratulate. That's that's wonderful. Not that busy. It's fine. 
<laughs> well, you, you are you are at the moment um, just wrapping up or have just finished uh, writing a, a new album that's just about to come out, July fourteen. Tell us about well that. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's been it's a culmination of like a two or three year process. Uh, which it wasn't supposed to be that long, but it was. Yep. Uh, here we are. <laughs> so yeah, it's, it was cool that it finally uh, we got a date to do it, and it's all happening. So it's pretty crazy. What's it, what's it called? <laughs> what what's the self titled? Self titled classic. Very yeah, nice. Good. Very nice. Very nice. Um, what what are we? What can we expect from this album? Is it going to be? Uh, sort of dramatically different from the stuff that we've heard from you before. Um, uh, how have you approached this new one? I think I think it's similar enough. Like it has, uh, I think I don't, I don't think it'll come as a surprise to people who know my previous stuff. But uh, but it's definitely a progression as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it's pretty sporadic. That's just the way I write. But uh, I don't know. Yeah, it's a bit of a milestone for me. I'm super proud of it. So yeah, I just hope people like it. Yeah, cool. I mean, you talk about sort of your your writing of this album having taken two years. Um, are you working mainly sort of alone in your own space? Are you sort of collaborating with, with different people on writing songs? Uh, yeah, it's pretty much just alone in my own space, uh, which is kind of cool. It breeds like a whole different thing. Like I do like collaboration, but it's kind of a whole different thing when you're writing by yourself, I find. Um, and then we recorded a lot of it in Sydney, actually, in Linear Studios in... Um, uh, in where is that Leichhardt or something? I don't know, but yeah, a really really great studio there. Uh, um, yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, cool, cool, cool. Well, um, congratulations on it. We're very very excited to um, Thanks, to hear it, man. On the on the Spotify's on the on the on the interwebs, the interwebs, if you will. Um, that's how people get music these days, right? Yeah, there... millennials getting in on the. <laughs> Do you need the hard clouds. copy? You yeah. need that. Just need that freshly sealed. I just want Do a good people nice make compact CDs? disc. Yeah. Oh yeah, they're, st- they're still flying around. Is that just the only like, frisbees? physical copy you can get these days? I'm putting it like, out on vinyl. limited yeah. edition mini Vinyl's disc. Vinyl's cool. <laughs> Seriously, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Who could play it? No one would be able to play it. You that. should you should get like one track per on a floppy disk and have like a twelve would or thirteen even hold? like box set. I don't know, probably floppy not. <laughs> like twenty floppy disks and they're like, like on here. Yeah, kilobytes. Like the first twenty seconds yeah. by. Tra- <laughs> oh man. <laughs> That, that would like, just be huge. Just that race Hashtag to see like nostalgia. who can release the like the least accessible music music format. Challenge like, accepted. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Floppy disk and mini disk, both great ones. Or what are those big DVD or sort of sized ones? They're like it's like the massive like the laser discs. Yeah, laser discs. Yeah, oh, that wow. would be that would be a good one. Huge. Okay, yeah. No one knows with a visual to, component mm, how to play yeah. that anymore. Yeah, no. I, I would love if you guys just started releasing music um, on like thirty-five millimeter film. Um, yeah. <laughs> just no one will be able to play that. <laughs> what do you do with that? <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> there was there was a guy called Norman McLaren who yeah. used to make music in like the forties by like getting film and then drawing on it, like where the where the audio would would come out, and so and then you'd put it through, and it'd be these random improvised little bleeps and bloops and stuff. Whoa. So he was making like animations the same way as well. So he'd make like animations and audio. Uh, just like, really like experimental, yeah. What Check it, it out; it's really wild. Yeah, that sounds sick. Like, um, how much? I'm curious about this. How much? Uh, like, when he's is it? Does he know what it's going to sound like as he's making it? Yeah, so he's experimented. Like, uh, there's like the clo- the further away you do the little dots. Oh, the, the pitch. Yeah, it changes the pitch, oh, and then if you go like, 
you know, if it's a high line or a, or just a little dot, it affects the the, um, and like the amplitude, yeah, and stuff like that. All so it's total things. nerdy stuff. Like I don't think you can get it ac- like really accurate. It's He's not cool. about to like, yeah. Does uh, it sound like yeah, kind of like weird ambient music style? It, know, yeah, it's sound. pretty experimental. Like noise, <laughs> uh, pretty abstract. It's yeah. like, boop, 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 that sounds boop. sick. <laughs> No, it's like it's just that's how uh, Kanye's ultralight beam was written. Oh yeah, <laughs> cool. Uh, for a very very short period of time, then um, I thought you were being a hundred percent. I was like, I was like, oh wow, that's a Kanye. That's really yeah. seems like something he would do. Yeah, right. It's like I just got a whole bunch of thirty five millimeter film and yeah. just, <laughs> just figured it out as I went along. Uh, it, it's like you know, like when people started um, putting uh, like tree trunks, like the like vinyls made from like cuts in. Oh, in in tree trunks into like onto vinyl players just like to like have it roll oh, around. Oh, reading the rings. Yeah, like to read the read rings. The rings. Sound terrible. That. Yeah, <laughs> of course, yeah. yeah. I mean, like no, it was interesting. It was an That's interesting awesome. sound. Yeah. Uh, but it just sort of shows that people. People will do anything. People will do anything. <laughs> that's like that's like to a, be musicians. Like bizarre, like field recordings and stuff like mm. that. Um, a friend of mine and I want to actually record like uh, like a weird. Like noise, just like experimental sounds thing. He just got like a four track, rec- like tape recorder, and we just right. sort of like put all these like random sounds on there just That'd for fun. Just for fun. Yeah, like so I have like all these voice memos of my fo- on my phone of like random stuff, and like where my work is, there's this guy that um shout outs to this guy. He's like my friend, and he doesn't know it, but yeah, I, I work across <laughs> the road from the Marrickville Bowls Club, and um my window like looks down upon upon the green and there's this guy on this like um gliding like lawnmower like flattening machine and it makes this really like hectic sound and just glides across and i and i got some recordings of that and we just want to like use it anyway that's just like a passion project what would you like talk to i want to hear more about this this project like like what what is the next step like what do you do don't play any music. I don't play any musical instruments. I don't know much about music except that I like it. So, yeah. you're um, a p- passionate is, man. I'm a passionate man about, about music. But like, what is the next step when you? So you get the. <laughs> the I don't know, it's just like any, just like some field recordings, you know. Like I don't know, it's just experimental sound or like you know the sound that like food makes when or like porridge makes yeah. when you like stir, you know weird stuff like that because you just don't know can you can manipulate it and slow it down and and that type of stuff like yeah, it's all but, that. Yeah, and some it's like uh, like um. Yeah, so I mean, a lot, so many producers do mm. do stuff like that. You just don't even realize. Or like, you know, like there's like Brian Eno and Robert Fripp when they used to like do all their ambient stuff. Yeah, uh, big fan. Um, yeah, yeah, when they used to, to to do all that stuff, just record random things and then manipulate them and put them in. I I, I feel like um, Danny and Cecil, you guys should go and have like a, a beer after this. <laughs> like you're just you're on exactly the same wavelength right now about like oh I love this stuff. I mean I'm sh- you're invited as well. Um, That's okay. I much. don't really want to go. You know, you know oh, <laughs> Beck, I'm so sorry. Nine thirty no, in the fun. morning. Uh, Beck's like nine thirty in the morning, like just straight so for busy. high spirits. I'm yeah. so busy. I got so much stuff on. <laughs> Um, well, gal. speaking of the stuff you guys have on, mm. so we are, we're coming back to Electric Lady. So uh, this is all lady lineup. Uh, very, very exciting that it is. It is an all all lady lineup. Um, this is strangely it it it's a political act to some extent, isn't it? Doing it doing an all an all lady lineup in this day and age. I mean, we we um we had a the hack report come out um earlier on in this year um ladies to the front oh, sorry mm-hmm. girls girls to the front which mm-hmm. was their sort of investigation into the representation of of women in the music industry and they sort of 
discovered, probably unsurprisingly, that there is still quite a large disparity um, mm. that it, that exists. Um, how important is it doing, you know, these sort of uh, gigs where you guys are, yeah? Well, I think for me, from where my where I stand, it's uh, it's an investigation as to whether women are actually being discriminated in the industry or whether women are yet to actually create music that is pushing fashion trends in music and that is creating music um, to the level that the predecessing males have. So I don't necessarily feel any discrimination being a woman. In fact, I think I've had so many opportunities being a female in an industry that's dominated by males simply because it's a, a different point of view. It's a different point. It's um, something interesting and something new. But I guess Electric Lady is really, um, for me, speaking about the elephant in the room. Yes, we all acknowledge that there's not enough females in music, but is that because women don't make as much music or haven't been as interested in making the type of genre of music that is in fashion? Or is it that there is actually a prejudice against females? Sure, sure. Um, and, and is that sort of a similar conversation that you guys are having in body type as well? Um, it kind of varies, I guess. I think, um, you know, I don't um, I think, you know, we've, I mean, we've had a lot of opportunities since we've started. I can only speak personally from that, like we've been very lucky, but I think there is definitely um, just, I guess, just more like the um, marketing and sexualization of females and um, like, and in the industry itself, it's like this kind of like ladsy culture that's constantly perpetuated um, and whether or not that's to do with um, like gender bias towards males or stuff like that. But, um, I guess for us, it's, it's certainly, we kind of perceive it as, you know, we're, we're a part of this thing that is putting women to the front. Um, and it's kind of like the first step in, in, in an initiative mm. that, that could definitely go further. And I mean, you know, as Beck said, that the, like, there's these arguments that float around. That's like, why does gender matter and stuff like that? Or, or why does that need to have a role in music, you know, take the face away, but it is really the marketing machine that, has been around for so long that perpetuates these images and mm. and stuff like that. That's you know, you know, you say like this thirty thirty nine percent of you know women were played on Triple J like last year, um, and for whatever reason that was. But it's still kind of like uh, you know that's just not that great mm. um, that that's the case. Or you know you read music media every day and it doesn't even mention like a female performer. Um, and it's like, part of me thinks, yeah, maybe there isn't something that pops up, but the other part of me is also like, well, look hard enough. There's a lot of women out there that are doing really cool things. They just, um, they either don't know how to get it out there or they're being discouraged by different things. And I mean, again, speaking personally, this is very personal to us and I can't, obviously I can't speak for anyone else, but I mean, a lot of the reason like, so, uh, Annabelle, Georgia and I, like we all, have it, we haven't played, like, this is the first time we've been in a band um, and we've all done other things, like, we all work in other jobs and um, for a long time, like, we didn't really know how to to kind of, you know, start a band or be in a band or, you know, playing, like, I play drums and majority of people who play drums are, are male mm. um, or session musicians, <coughs> drum, you know, it's rare that you find a female drummer and it's like I've never, um, I always thought, 
when I was growing up, like, no, nah, I will never play that instrument because it is quite dominated or I never was encouraged to. More like, yeah, play the flute or play the piano or something like that. Sure. And it wasn't until, like, two years ago I was like, no, I'm going to do it. Like, you know, screw that. Like, I'm just going to get up and do it. And it was the same for the other girls too. We just didn't really know, like, what platform we could we could do it until we started playing together. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. <coughs> I guess, like, yeah, as I was saying before, it's kind of like the first step for us. And, and and for, you know, it's about diversity in the industry as a whole, like for 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 people of, of all minorities and, eth, eth, you know, ethnicities and, um, you know, LGBTQ, mm. TI and stuff I, like that. I guess know? another note that I notice as well is that I don't think females – like it's own, it's more specifically to our genre that we're mm. going for. Exactly. Like, yeah. I mean, the upper echelons of commercial pop music are all about women. You know, l- like if you look at that tier, mm. yeah. you've got Katy Perry, Lady Gaga, like Beyonce, it's Adele. all girls. Like there's yeah. no like heavily commercial, sexualized pop males that are dominating the charts. They're all girls. But so I think it's more that like guys have made our music mm. in the past. And you know, kind of crafted that genre, and then we we've gone okay. We're we're kind of sick of listening to it now. We want to have a play and see if we can make this style and not just be not just be singers in a commercial pop you know realm. Yeah, but I mean, totally. Danny Danny's probably encountering more of the commercial pop artists. Then. Well, it's a different genre. Like it's mm. kind of a different genre. Because you're yeah, I think there's definitely some like lad culture in the sort of EDM world. Yeah. And I think mm-hmm. a lot of like uh, the major labels and commercial markets are stuck in like older ways. Like there's always yeah. there's there's not one major label company that has a female head. Like they're all headed by by just old dudes stuck in their ways. So yeah. I think that's definitely prevalent. I think it's super important to to get girls to the front purely to um to act as role models for other women. Like like what you were saying um, you kind of it. It would have been nice on the way up to have other women to aspire yeah. to, and so that's kind of like your role now is to to be a role model for younger women. I think mm-hmm. on a very was, very small scale. <laughs> well, I was I was going to say like I mean on that idea of sort of of role models. Um, you know, uh, you guys in many ways are pioneering, but you're not the the pioneers necessarily. Like like who are the the women in your genre that that you guys kind of look up to that. That kind of were role models for you. Are, are, do those women exist? Yeah, definitely. I think um, there's like well, the girls in body type. Like we, that was one thing that brought us together. We all had like similar influences, and we kind of look like some of our biggest influences are probably like um, Trish Keenan from Broadcast. Like is a is a big one. Um, you know, there's always like you know like Stevie Nicks and like Fleetwood Mac because she's like such a gun. Um, you know, they're all kind of like. I don't know. I love um, Annie Lennox <laughs> from like Eurythmics and stuff like that. You know, there's always kind of like these strong um, women that we all kind of look look to, kind of like paved the way in some regard. Um, but yeah, I don't know. What about you? Ben? Yeah. Well, for me, I was like my life. I dedicated quite a large chunk of my adolescence to the Spice Girls. Oh yeah. <laughs> and Great. yeah, and Great. then so like. That dedication and loyalty to that um, theme of girl power and mm. to combat my own insecurities and um, be able to manage my emotions interacting with the opposite sex and then um, 
actually liking more indie music just meant that this is what I ended up doing. So I've mm. got the spirit of girl power from mm. the Spice Girls, but, mm. you know, I'm more inclined musically now that I'm more mature to listen to PJ Harvey. Yeah, I um, love PJ. So that's... That's Thanks just with. where I'm at. Like, mm. that's just where those two it's, things it's met. kind of my favourite question, you know, because, again, being a music fan more than a music maker, I sort of, like, we have musicians in here all the time, and I love asking the question of, like, oh, who are you listening to? Or, like, who are your influences? And I'm constantly surprised because most of the time it's, like, the people they pick are so far out of their sphere of, of what the genre of music they're making. It's like, oh, like, I, I loved the Spice Girls. The Spice Girls were my people, and they were my people for, for these reasons. Yeah, um, I had everything. Everything, everything, <laughs> all the things. Like, <laughs> literally, dedicated my entire year five to year eight, putting on shows every morning, videotaping mm. oh my them. Gosh. I recruited girls. I copied every dance move. I had every costume. I was yeah, uh, completely obsessed. <laughs> I actually just from the same era. I think for me, it wasn't the spices. It was Celine Dion. Ooh. Oh. That's yeah. a one of a show. How can you like? <laughs> like now, I just I had a real moment just then. I was like, "Who was, who was, whose CDs that I have when I was a kid?" Oh wait, I had all of the Celine Dion albums. And this is a safe space, guys. So yeah. um, this I is mean, a space you can let us know. She's That's actually weird. incredible. Yeah. she's incredible. And I got to see her. Like I got to. Work, I used to work in like backstage catering in Perth, and she did a show at like the soccer oval there. And I got to Amazing. work in backstage catering. I actually met her. Oh Does she my play? God. And my like seven year old self was like, "Oh my god, it's Celine!" Amazing. <laughs> did did she play like my heart will go on like? Seven oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was, and she was like, do, she was doing the sound check and she was like, oh, my heart. And it was just like, whoa, she's just nuts. And she's Amazing. only a little tiny as well. But yeah, mm. anyway, so I just That's had a real crazy. like, oh, Celine Dion. But it was true. What about you, Danny? Like, who, who was your, who were your people when you were I in was, year five? Through I was avid pop punk dude yeah yeah so i was like blink and yeah, green blink Day boy and, yeah blink boy yeah one of them they taught me how to pop neil neil uh, the normal co-host of this show uh loves blink 182 and i just want to put it into your mind right now that if he was here this conversation was about to go in a different direction <laughs> i'd be totally the rest of the podcast about blink 182 um but with dave here it's not going to happen. Oh, no. uh, so I'll just go you on guys back. can jump on it, say, but I just, just can't contribute. I went through a huge blink phase as well. Like it would, you know, last FM. Did you guys ever have last? Yeah, FM? Yeah, 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 yeah. Which always like count your plays. I remember like pu- putting in like my like uploading my iTunes or linking it to my iTunes for the first time, and it was something like. You've played Blink One Eight Two forty thousand times. It was just like over too like many a times. Yeah. It was like, yeah. <laughs> how is that? Yikes! That's possible? Yeah, it's yeah. crazy. It's just right, catchy pop punk. Now all the Spotify numbers for people make sense. You know when people have like millions of plays, you're like, really though. But now it's just like you just playing them like forty thousand times. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like, yeah, <laughs> the, yeah. It's like smashing just, the ones. It's only song. like ten people. Yeah, yeah, just just uh, just online songs from that album. Just mm. I can't remember what's so called. good. I just love that song. I mean, I guess like you know, you guys have all been making music in the age of of Spotify in this sort of digital age. Um, I mean. You, Body type started out quite recently. Racket has been, I mean, recently, sort of within the last 18, 18 months, you guys. Yeah, I guess so. Well, a year. It's a been a year since we recorded our first songs, but we only put them out in August. So yeah, it's sure. Sure, sure, sure. And, yeah. and the Racket, were you guys... Um, 2016. 
Okay, so Genre. so very much like within the the Spotify era. But I mean, for you, uh, Danny, like this has been. Were you sort of on the on the tail end of that CD era when you started releasing stuff, or were you very much yeah. in the Spotify era? No, I made CDs for sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, um, got heaps of them in my garage. <laughs> I mean, how how is it uh, making that leap to to sort of digital releasing? Mm-hmm. And I mean, I guess you guys sort of know this as well that it's the the access of that being able to pump your music out um, mm-hmm. and be like, hey, look at this straight away on the Spotify's. Um, has that how helpful has that been? How has that sort of changed the way that you guys, I guess you I think, approach Yeah, music? I don't think it's been like a good thing or a bad thing necessarily. It's just different. Sure. So I think a lot of people, like it's it's helped a lot of people out. Like I, I meet a lot more people making a living from music because of streaming. Like they might not be able, they might not be signed to a big label or like doing, selling any tickets or anything, having anything going on, but they can record music in their room for next to no money with software they can download for free probably and put it online and make money like that what didn't exist before people did that like they put on soundcloud and you can get like hundreds of thousands of plays and it means nothing like it builds awareness for your brand and and if you keep doing it over time you can build your career but like there was no financial reward for that so and now like people are just putting stuff out and they can get money from it. Like, yeah, it's just weird. Like I keep running into people who, who are doing that now and wouldn't have been five years ago because it was just so different. Does it, sorry. I was just going to say, do you make money from Spotify? Yeah. Yeah. Cause I'm, I'm just looking at your, your profile at the moment. <laughs> Creepy. <laughs> like, like 3, mid, 000, mid podcast talk. 366, 300, 366,391 monthly listeners holy moly <laughs> yeah that's um that's a that's, big six figure that's like 360 i think i have nine, like hundred thousand more than me um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah <laughs> yeah awesome i just listened to your new single this morning oh i thought you meant like just then like yeah, you yeah, unplugged the yeah, headphones when you guys were bonding i was listening to your single which is nice of you that's great one more listen for you mate um the price oh awesome I mean, does it, does it, because obviously, so we've got the new album coming out for you, Danny. So uh, that's very much sort of you're in the mindset of of still sort of collectively making music as one, you know, as an album, as a a collection, and then putting that out. Um, But uh, for Beck and and for you guys, I mean, obviously, you've been releasing predominantly singles. Um, Is it, is, does Spotify sort of shift the way that you guys sort of think about? the way you release music, thinking about the way you kind of package up music? Not really. No? no. I mean, da- Danny's probably ha- going to see more of a result than what I would. I mean, I'm so fresh. One year, two singles, no Triple J play. Mm. Oh, I think we got one Triple J play, but, you know, pr- we're like just, just starting to yeah. crawl, whereas Danny would probably have more of an understanding of whether or not that impacts how many people it converts into uh, bums on seats at his shows, you know, do do people actually turn up if they're just listening to Spotify, Mm. if there's even any revenue, you know, and at what point do you you reach a, a sustainable profit from, you know, something like Spotify? So I don't know, that's Danny. I mean, how do you... 
did you see like a spike in more people coming to your shows as your Spotify listeners grew? Um, I think I think overseas, mm-hmm. yes, and locally, not really. Like I think Triple J has much more impact on the live music mm. scene in Australia than Spotify does. And I think that's changing as well. Like, I think it's gradually shifting. Uh, I think we'll see some changes over the next five years. But I think definitely it helps overseas. But the problem is, like, unless you really, like, unless it really, really hits home, like, it's really hard to consolidate Spotify listeners because it's, like, a few people from everywhere. Mm. Like, so it's kind of it's kind of hard to convert them to... Doesn't necessarily translate. To, yeah, exactly. Um so that that's a that'll be a new problem. <laughs> yeah. It's future future yeah. Gabby's problem. <laughs> well, you guys have some some very very exciting stuff coming out uh, in terms of your gigage. Um, gigage, gigage. That, can I say gigage? Yeah, that, yeah. I mean, I'm just trying to get up cool with the gigage. with the artist lingo. You know, um, that's what you guys say, right? That's some like gigage, gigage and like tunes and like we, we just didn't we just we just didn't think any non musicians knew that word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm I'm in tasty I'm tuners. In. You know, how I know what's up. I chat well, to clearly. To I'm you. a non musician. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, some very exciting gigs coming up. Um, for you, uh, body type, I think we can, we can say this today, can't we? That body type, well, actually no, you got, yeah, I'm going to give it to you, Cecil. Yeah, you have to do the, you oh have to do God. the announcement yourself. Uh, well, Ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, well, we just <laughs> got, got announced our first national tour that we're main support, um, for Pond. Woo! <laughs> Amazing. Oh my god! Yeah, I'm so <laughs> jealous right now. Yeah. Oh my goodness! Amazing. Yeah, that was a uh, dude. I know. It's insane. so. It's actually so cooked. It's just so cooked. I actually oh like gosh. cried. Crazy! We, uh, oh my gosh! That's yeah. insane. It's just so mental. Can you tell us about how it all came together? Well, I, I guess like. I don't, I don't, to be honest, I think it was like, I don't really know, to be honest, like our booking sure. agent kind of did it. Like we, like three of us are from Perth. So we kind of know this. I mean, there's maybe a slight tinge of nepotism, <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but, but at the same time, like, you know, there's uh, a whole team behind that band and to kind of be put, even to be put forward, but then to be selected by that team is, um, you know, it's, uh, that's just crazy. Um, so it came, yeah, uh, that I had, that was a real, uh, big moment for us. I remember like coming home when it was confirmed and I live with Annabelle and Sophie in the band and I, well, I got home and, um, I just was like, Sophie! And she was like, and we just like had a big (laughs) moment, like jumping up and down. I I guess I, I, for us, uh, like we've been, um, watching those boys play for a long time, like when they first started in Perth. Mm. And so to kind of think that we're. Joining them on their tour is just you a guys bit mental. Hell yeah. Get to go home and see your fam yeah. and all your well, friends. Yeah, or I get to go see, like we're playing. <laughs> yeah, I called my mum. My mum was like, uh, "I was like, mum, we've got our first national tour." She's like, "What?" <laughs> She's like, "You're getting paid." I'm like, "Mum, that's all the point." <laughs> like, <laughs> I was like, "We're playing Fremantle Prison." <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> so it's real special so it's nice and like my parents are gonna come <laughs> we're gonna come along it's to nice a rock that, show to the day that phone call to mum and dad to be like we're doing a national tour so it's we're real we're real yeah, artists it's like actually it's we're doing it but then it's like something happened with my job the other day and they were like so excited about it i was like oh, come on like there's this other cool thing yeah. that i get to do like 
what? Like, but no, they're like, do you have to take time off work for that? I'm like, shut up, mom. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate the fact that we get to go around Australia with this sick band. Wow. Like, it's just, mm. yeah, anyway, so that's a, it's a real big, uh, big treat. It'll be the, in September. the thing you guys are constantly working towards is trying to get the parents on board yeah. and excited about it. Uh, yeah, yeah. As no, a profession. It's, <laughs> yeah, so that's, um, like, it's the week after Big Sound, so we're playing Big Sound as well. And uh, the week after that is when it all starts. So September's just going to be, uh, it's just incredible. Mm. I, we just can't believe it's happened, to be honest. It's just nuts. Very big congratulations. Thank you so That's much. Thank awesome. you. It's a real treat. Um, <laughs> and uh, I guess a, a group congratulations to the whole team um, on just being just individually excellent humans. Are um, you trying to make us, are you trying to make me feel better? <laughs> <laughs> no, what? What? Huh? Huh? What? Huh? Oh, <laughs> After that news, you I'm know. Sorry. That was that was that was your boy Dave trying to wrap up. Uh, that was your boy Dave <laughs> segueing into. Oh, thank no. you so much for coming on the show. No. Yeah, it's yeah. Just over already. Danny's got a sold out tour, don't you? Yeah. Uh, Are you playing Splendor? I'm playing Splendor. Yeah. yeah, I did a tour earlier this year, and I probably will do one later this year, but we haven't uh, announced that yet. Yeah, that's gonna be sick. A little awesome. soft announcement. <laughs> <laughs> well. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for coming on the show. Uh, very excited you, to have you. Uh, Body Type and Racket, you guys are going to be playing Electric Lady yes, at the Metro tonight. tonight. Uh, if you guys are listening to the podcast straight off the press, if you're a little bit late and you're down in Melbourne, July 1st, you're at the Corner Hotel. Tomorrow night. Uh, tomorrow night. Very, very exciting stuff. Come and, along. Uh, come along. Come, come along. along. All welcome. All welcome. <laughs> uh, and, and the Kite String Tangle, uh, Danny, you have a brand new album coming out, self-titled, July 14th. Very, very exciting. Uh, check it out on the Spotify's and or compact disc or laser disc or yep. however you get your mini music. disc, mini disc, all of the discs. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys so much for coming on the show. Thank, Thank you. Awesome. Thanks, us. And thanks for listening, best friends. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.